Good day to you, fine podcast listeners. This is Tom from the uh, Podcasters Guide to the Galaxy. I'm here with my friends Jason, Daisy, uh, and Rich is also here. Uh, before we start with the uh, the comedic parts of the episode and with our proper introduction, which Daisy will be doing in a moment, we just thought we'd like to say a quick word uh, about Chadwick Boseman because uh, we all heard the very sad news this morning that he passed away, uh, only age 43, uh, having fought colon cancer. Uh, and we just really wanted to pay tribute to him because he... It, was a fantastic actor and made a fantastic contribution to um, a franchise that's very dear to our hearts here in the uh, the nerd universe. Uh, Chadwick also he, he played a number of important roles that are iconic uh, African American historical figures like Jackie Robinson in the film Forty Two. He played James Brown in 2014's Get On Up, uh, and he played Thurgood Marshall in the film Marshall in 2017. But it was obviously as T'Challa in the, the titular role of the Marvel movie Black Panther, for which he will be most widely remembered. And I just, I, I heard the news this morning and I just thought it was just incredible to think he made Black Panther while he was fighting yeah. a, an incredibly aggressive cancer. I just, I, I couldn't believe it. And I'm sure everybody feels the same way. I, I'm ashamed to say that other than seeing him in the Marvel role, I've only ever, I've, the only other film of his I've seen is 21 Bridges, which is, was 20, 2019 release again as a film he made well in the late stages of colon cancer where I, I really enjoy the film he's phenomenal in that as a police officer indeed yes so long king t'challa we say wakanda forever and may mr scott play amazing grace upon his bagpipes as you are carried <laughs> off in a proton torpedo to the stars <laughs> Fitting. nice indeed cheers tom poignant as ever right Welcome, listeners, to episode 10 of the podcast's Guide to the Galaxy. This week, we are doing Star Trek Bridge Crew. So let me introduce myself, Petty Officer Daisy. I am the media distribution specialist, or paperboy, if you're going to look into it. <laughs> let me introduce you to my fellow crew members. I give you Transparency Enhancement Facilitator Specialist, Ensign Finney. That's where you say hello, Finney. Hello, Finney. Uh, do you know what your job role might be? Uh, I don't know what my actual job role is. Transparency <laughs> enhancement facility. You're a window cleaner. Okay. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> I, th I thought that was a reference to him, Mr. Scott from Star Trek Four, where he, he reinvents transparent right. aluminum. Yeah. Uh, next, our document imaging specialist, Ensign Tom. Uh, you're a photocopier. Photocopier, um, yeah. I, I, I see where this is going. <laughs> and yeah, last, but yeah. certainly not least, our ceramic receptacle relocation technician, technician fourth class, Jason. That's right. You're, you're a what? kitchen porter or a busboy. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, thanks. Cool. Right. Welcome to the show. Uh, first things first, we're going to introduce a new segment called Prattle Stations, where we each give a quick little bit of nerd update news uh, for various franchises. Jason, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, I'm going to try and keep it very quick. Uh, I have been watching Star Trek Lower Decks, the uh, cartoon uh, from the mind of the creator of Rick and Morty. Uh, I've only watched about three episodes, um, all completely legal, uh, honest officer. And um, I have to say, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I thought it's been, uh, it's quite cool. Um, it's a little bit over the top at times, but um, it kind of settles down. The characters um, are actually really quite likable for the most part. Um, and you really, it's, it's really made with love. It's, uh, it's kind of almost a, a comedic love note to uh, the Star Trek universe. 
and um, there are lots and lots of little Easter eggs to spot along the way. Sometimes actually almost too many. It's almost a little bit too referential at times, but um, I think it's uh, three episodes in. I'm really impressed. I think it's going to be a, a really fine addition to the franchise. Awesome. Awesome. Not seen it, but awesome. Um, right. Okay. Next quick one about Mandalorian season two, some confirmed <gasps> news for all of you Star Wars <gasps> fanados. Oh my God. <laughs> hopefully season two is due to drop on disney plus in october so that means in the uk land we probably won't get it till february uh season oh, three is reportedly already in the works bad news for tom and me is apparently after the first season's success Ryan johnston wants to get involved <laughs> oh, dear. Fuck no. God. Uh, got some confirmed news oh. tanura morrison aka django fett has been cast as boba fett for season two oh Katie what the Sackoff, kid who played Oh, no, no, sorry. The um, the guy who played Django in the prequels. Yes, yeah, that's what I said, Django Fett. That's, yeah, right. that's cool. <laughs> just, just, yeah. Pay Katie attention, Sack 007. Yeah, Katie Sackhoff for uh, Starbuck from whatever show Finney likes will play her character from the Clone Wars, Bo-Katan Kurz, a Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh that's awesome. Yeah, she did the voice in the in the Clone Wars cartoon. Of, um... She did. Uh, yeah. A awesome. firm favourite of Martin Finney's, Michael Bain, who, a.k.a. Corporal Hicks and Aliens, Kyle Reese in the Terminator, and Lieutenant Kofi in The Abyss, which I only just realised that when I rewatched it the other day. He mm. has been confirmed to play an as-yet-unnamed bounty hunter. Ooh, that's so cool. Rosario Dawson has been confirmed for season two, but it is not 100% guaranteed that she will play Ahsoka Tano at the moment. Oh, really? Oh, I thought that was confirmed. It's uh, pretty Not 100% apparently, but yeah, I think it pretty much is. But... Oh, okay. And last but not least... Tom drinking from his Ahsoka Tano mugs. Nice. Uh, yeah, and last but not least, they have confirmed that we will be seeing a lot of the Darksaber. Yeah. So maybe that'll be lots of Moff Gideon or just lots of the Saber being used by different people. Who will, who will see? Hmm. Anyway, yeah, I'm that's so that. I have spoken. Do you, do you have a? Does it have this a release date yet, or have they? Uh, October, everyone... sometime in October. But actually, that'll be for the American Disney Plus. So God knows when it'll come out in the UK. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. All right. Excited. Anyone else got some prattle stations? Uh, I, the the only thing I'd like to say is that today I saw a poster, uh, a billboard poster for season two of um, of uh, the boys. Uh, and it had yes. uh, Carl Urban's massive grumpy face on it uh, as I was driving past, and that got me really excited in a um, in, in, in a in a slightly unwholesome but but very <laughs> zesty way. And I'm very much looking forward to it. It's, it's released the next season's released on September the fourth. Uh, it genu it's genuinely the first season was genuinely the most I've enjoyed a superhero uh, pr product yeah. um, for a long long time possibly even slightly more than the Watchmen series, although I did really enjoy that. But I just thought the boys were so irreverent and it just it just repeatedly doubled down on on the characters and their depravities and and the way it would just flip genre expectations and yeah. Yeah, yeah really slight, slight link that. between the boys and Star Trek Lower Decks is that um Jack Quaid, who plays Huey on The Boys, does the voice of Ensign Boimler in oh. Star Trek Lower Decks. Good. No, that is a fun little trivia. Fun little trivia. Well, well, well done, miniature Bruce Willis. I like it. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking it's, but no one said anything. Like, we, we were minutes into the podcast, and no one said a yeah, thing. I just realised I didn't work a uh, Bruce Willis egg comment into your introduction. I'm very, very <laughs> disappointed in myself. Don't get uh, Bruce into your comedy bridge group. That's true. 
Oh, thanks shit. for ruining that little surprise we were going to announce as well, Finny. So good one. <laughs> um, God damn it, Finny. You had one, one job and you've blown it. <laughs> right, so the main part right. of the podcast today is we are going to talk and take the piss out of each other about our... Surprise. No, shut up, Finny, douche. You bonnet douche. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to do it position by position. Uh, we'll each go through it. We're going to belittle each other's choices, uh, hopefully say something funny, and then we will go to a as as yet unannounced surprise part of the show Vinny. what could it be what could it be who knows who knows right so shall we start from kind of the ground up if you will and we'll end with the captain and chief engineer and that kind of thing yeah I good agree. idea i concur awesome Make right. it so under, under. let's let's start with the councillor position who wants to go with their option Oh, I've misspelled yeah, councillor. I've spelt the. There are a lot of choices, really. I, I, I put I put Guinan simply because I didn't want to be. I did think about that. And put That's Troy. a good choice. You know, I, 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 she, she de facto fit, fill, fulfills the role uh, on TNG anyway, doesn't she? And she's quite funny. So uh, she's yeah, very, really very gifted comedy actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to become quite controversial straight off the bat, and I'm not going to put Troy in. I'm going to put one of the only other official councillors that we have met in the franchise, Spock. which is Esri Dax. Now, oh, okay. a lot of people don't like the character of Esri Dax because obviously she followed on from uh, Jadzi, who was very, very popular, and she, she only really got one season to do stuff, and that wasn't enough time to ingratiate herself. Um, but my thinking behind it is simply the fact that she's got so many lifetimes worth of experience that she can draw upon in order to be a councillor. It wasn't that controversial in the end, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, no, no. Well, it's, it's spot. Very sound, cogent position. Yeah. Uh, yes. I'll go for my next. Mine is incredibly contentious because it's me. It's an incredibly chauvinistic, Kirkish appointment, if you will. <laughs> I've gone. I, I basically I want to improve morale of the team, so I've gone with appointing Topol <laughs> as my councillor. Uh, and every se uh, every cancelling session she will be involved in with the crew takes place in the decontamination suite. <laughs> How can you not be happy uh, after you've gone through decon? <laughs> I mean, it's not going to solve your problems long term, is it? But then you could probably argue Everyone, that Everyone, regardless of gender, regardless of species, will be happy having gone through decon with Topol. Yeah, right. That was right. uh, very, very Kirkish. Well done. <laughs> that is a very good yeah. Kirkish. Kirkish in the dictionary. It should be. It should be. Kirkish. It's some, some form of Kirkish. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that sounds really racist. I don't know how or why. But... <laughs> so, Finny, who have you gone with? Um, so, I, I did go with the boring option for the for the ultimate bridge crew for Troy. Just because, I mean, that's, you know, she fulfills that role. She's She's got you that. Hope so. It's her job. Uh, in, you know, that's, but she's got that insight, hasn't she? Who I did want to pick. So I've actually got three lists. Um, I've got a personal oh. list who I would prefer. So I would actually prefer Guinan in that role. Um, she's got a lot of experience. She's uh, she, uh, she well, she's a very long-lived species as well, isn't she? So she's got a lot like of so. experience to um, to draw on. So I uh, personally, I would have her. But I think Troy's ability to sense emotion, along with her, you know, the rest of her, you know, just general competency you can't you can't really have anyone else in that slot can you um can, I, can you say you've got three lists yes yeah 
Have you have you actually over prepared for a change? I don't think there's any danger of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not a contentious. So, issue. so going and, in on um, the personal list, but on the on the actual list, it's got to be Troy. Hang on, I'm, I'm confused by the personal list and your actual list. Surely your actual list is your personal list. No, no, no. The per, the personal list is who which characters I would I would personally if I was on that bridge. They are the characters that I would like to interact with in those positions. Oh, I see. If you were but, on that bridge, you'd be being um, escorted off that the, bridge. The, the main list is the, is the hiring list, the people who are best for the job. So. I see. Okay. Yeah. That's what I yeah. did. So I, don't, I don't hire people based on my Kirkishness like Daisy. <laughs> That's the only one I've done, to be fair. Uh, right, next position. Uh, should we go with Chief Medical Officer? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Go for it, someone. Um I it's it's probably completely uncontroversial this one um the the best kind not not really a good way with uh, people perhaps but um he is a doctor and he probably can cure a rainy day it's Dr McCoy I didn't go for <laughs> Beverly I didn't go yeah, for Beverly really awkward silence why yeah, why sorry. why are you not choosing Dr Beverly Crusher yeah, why why have you gone for a borderline because alcoholic because if I chose Dr Beverly Crusher you'd all say oh you just fancy her like because no, you had a dream just, about just try it. Yeah. Just it and we'll see what we do we all fancy her <laughs> and so we're all going to choose her I thought this was implicit what the, yes. what the hell is going on you've changed since you've <laughs> Who been are you people? Jason you've what? changed <laughs> this is this is ridiculous I... how could you not have Dr Crusher on your crew um, because I've got Dr. McCoy, who's also awesome. Gates McFadden did the choreography for the dancing scene in I the know. film Labyrinth, and if that's not a good I enough know. reason to have her on the bridge of your ship, then I don't know. I don't know who you are anymore, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> she also did. She also did the choreography in a couple of like when they did the dance with Data. She choreographed that as well in uh, Data's yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's uh, she's incredibly talented. She played a wonderful doctor um, with lots and lots lots more empathy. Than uh, than Doctor McCoy, but McCoy good. So we agree. She's the obvious choice. <laughs> no, <laughs> Doctor McCoy has always been one of my favourite characters in Star Trek. In all fairness, Doctor McCoy did have a very uh, famous brand of ruffled crisps named after him later on, yes. didn't he? So yeah. he's got that going for him. Yeah, that's that's what you that's what you want your that's what you want your head medical officer to be famous yeah. for crisps. Yeah, yeah. Crisps. yeah exactly. Advertising. So Finney, you've obviously picked him as well then. Uh, no, well, he's actually on my personal list for the same reasons as Jason. He's just I sort your list out. The very personal list, um, and he's uh, he's just as likely to give you his bedside. a nip of uh, Romulan ale as he used to give you an injection. So that's he's got that going for him, isn't he? So you can't yeah. have two lists and flip yeah, between them. Lists. You have to pick one. Bones is on, Bones <laughs> is on the personal list. I'm not sure what's going to happen Bones. with this next one, given what I've just heard. But I've, I'm actually picked, picking. The Doctor, the hologram Doctor. Oh, I thought somebody might I do that. I think he is yeah. objectively the most um, talented Doctor out of them all, and he's also got other things going for him. If there was a, I don't know, if the bridge was vo you know breached and uh, there was no oxygen or the shit, anything like that, he can just carry on, can't he? Providing yeah. he's a Doctor that's had the upgrade, so he can appear as a hologram anywhere on the ship. Correct. Yeah, he needs the armband. Yeah. See, I was, he has I was done get... that in episode of Voyager as well. He's been yeah. on places where there was no oxygen. Yeah. Uh, my pick is obviously Beverly Crusher because... <laughs> to, to, yeah, well, yeah. She's head of Starfleet Medical. She's going to be awesome. But, I mean, I can understand why Phineas picked a computer to be the, to, the medical officer, but then Beverly Crusher has access to everything that the computer man has. 
and has a personality. So I think she's a better pick. You you would have to part with her son though, wouldn't you? No, no, not on my not no. on my ship. All right. He's a he's a Starfleet Academy or Oh, or, okay, cool. Or he's yeah. been abducted by the He's already traveller. been vaporized by Daisy's travelling Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on, Tom. Uh, I mean I we know George who you Crusher picked. For, I picked yeah. George Crush for all the obvious reasons that we've talked about. I I, I don't feel that we need to say anymore. Because reasons. Um, yeah. <laughs> Right, who's, uh, who's next then, Daisy? What's next? Right, next next is, we're going to say Chief Engineer, because I have a feeling that's going to be quite a fun argument. We're going to go with Operations, uh, so it'll be the person Ops. sitting next to the navigation and yeah. helm position. Can I just ask a question on this? Does anyone know what on earth, should I say that without my voice breaking like a five-year-old? <clears throat> does anyone know? No, does anyone know what Ops actually fucking is? Operations. Uh, ship, ship operations. It means operations. Yeah. But like, what do they do? I think it's basically space admin. <laughs> it's the run. It, it's it's the running of the ship. Yeah. I mean, we can just the Google what stuff. operations officer yeah. does on an actual boring ship. Stuff, no one. Why would they we, get, re- why they would get we replaced on the bridge a lot? Doesn't, it doesn't quite have a crossover with like science because we've got science officer on the list. Yeah. And yeah. TNG doesn't necessarily have a science officer, do they? I don't think. Isn't that rolled uh, into? Op- um. No. Yeah. Don't, don't nitpick, boy. Yeah, there is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm not reading this up from Google, but ship's operation officers typically lead the day-to-day operations of a ship and ensure compliance with the organisational procedures and industry regulations to ensure the safe op- operation of ships. Space yeah. admin. Very well, it's space admin. Today, but basically, yeah. it's that. Yeah, space admin. Okay. All right. It's basically, any job I could ever get on a spaceship, then that's that's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sweet. We, we, look. Look, guys, we all know that Commander Data is the operations officer aboard the Enterprise yes. uh, D. So did anybody choose somebody other than Data? Because I no. didn't. No. I did. oh. So you've all gone for Data? Yes. You've all gone I for Data, data because not in this position. I, the, no, the no. only other option, realistically, in terms of people who have played operations officers on screen, the only other real option is uh, bloody Harry Kim. No, screw him. Or yeah, Marvel exactly. Chekhov. Um, yeah. Um... Yeah, the operations officer yeah. from right. from the uh, Enterprise. From, from what? The, the, a spaceship from a TV show. I've never heard of it. <laughs> I Nuclear vessels. <laughs> Not racist, it's a quote. They're, they're across the bay in Alameda. Um, I've gone with somebody from Deep Space Nine, and because it's my personal list so i have not gone with someone who has to be an operations officer just to you know i wanted to fit this person into my bridge crew because she's awesome i've gone and she probably does a little bit of it on deep space nine i've gone with kira norris oh okay because she's basically she... the second in command of a space station she's very she's very organized that's fine if... i think that's a perfectly fine yeah. choice it's good Obviously to have a terrorist she... in charge of your space admin sorry you're gonna be happy in a space admin role She's happy with whatever you tell her to do. She's very f- fiercely loyal and passionate. That's what you want in a admin officer. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's, know, my air, crew. it's my Bruce Tight argument. No doubt about it. Yeah. Fierce, passion, religious fervor. These are the things you want in your key admin positions. Hey, that's what I put into my job. Okay. So have, have we covered operations? So you've all gone for data, have you? As op- your yeah, op- of course yes. we have. <laughs> All right, he's well, he, yeah, he's in a different position on my bridge crew. Okay. Oh. Right. Uh, All right. Next, next position, science officer. Uh, okay. All right. So, Finney, do you start. want to introduce us to why you've picked Spock for this role? 
don't. <laughs> Come on, you've got like Spock has got to be on the bridge somewhere, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, yes, he does. He's first and foremost uh, a science <laughs> officer. I know they, they used to share roles in the original series, didn't they? So he was science and XO and or first officer, whatever they used to call it. Um, but you've got you've got to have Spock on there. He's his knowledge is is almost unsurpassed by um not, by uh, my choice. By what? By, by your choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, aside from um, he's gone so, for Harry Kim. Aside from a machine, you've got you've got to use his knowledge and experience. Spock's got to be on there. Yeah, I, I've gone for Spock too. And I have nothing more to add from what Finney said. Is that the sequel to Spock? Say again? <laughs> Spock 2. <laughs> Spock 2, Spock Harder. That was yeah, which, funny. which Spock are you going for? The original series, Spock? The movie, Spock? Um, um, original, original series, Spock. But he's, yeah. he's most knowledgeable and... Um, you know, he's his, obviously Nimoy yeah. comes across. Yeah, yeah, Nimoy. And the way he comes across in the original movie movies... <clears throat> Yeah, okay. definitely. I, I have a feeling me and Tom picked the same person, but I'm going to go with one person Daisy. who has got more experience in this job role than Spock, and that's Jadzia Dax. She's Correct. older, more experienced, a better fighter. She can speak Klingon, and she might be the only person in the galaxy who can beat Riker at poker. Seven lifetimes of, of additional experience to draw on, as well as her own, yeah. in fact. Yeah. Yep. Um, I can't argue with that because she would have been. She's also very choice. beautiful and very witty. And hey, sassy. I don't want to be chauvinistic, Tom. I'm picking her on her merits. <laughs> That's fine. And one of the merits I've picked her on is that she's hella hot, as we all know. <laughs> yeah. She is. She's she she's good and sassy, isn't she? She's got. Yeah. Um, she's got. Dare I say it? She's got spunk. <laughs> she's got the sass. She dare to say that. <laughs> Yeah, never say that again. <laughs> she was all she, she. I, I, I'll quite unabashedly say she was always one of my favourite characters on uh, DS Nine. Yeah. Um, she just she and Terry Farrell did a really good job of that role of uh, appearing to be someone wise beyond her years, but still yeah. obviously you know, yeah, young and and fun and energetic. I thought I thought I think she's a great character. Yeah, she was. Um, she only she only doesn't get on my list because of Spock, who is. You know, one of my favourite characters ever. So, fair enough. So vanilla. Right, um, <laughs> next position, tactical officer. Okay. A weapons and or communication. <clears throat> security, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Security. Okay. Um, did anyone pick Wolf? No. 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 I did. No. You did. Did you? I did. Uh, I'll you start. Shall I? Okay. Go on then. We can right, tell you why you're clear. wrong. My tactical officer. Is Lieutenant Commander Worf? Oh, you cop out! Not Worf from TNG. Oh, I see. Worf from DS9. DS9. Way of the Warrior Worf. Marries Jadzia Dax Worf. That Worf is who you want in your tactical position <laughs> on your star. On your star. Commander of the Defiant, ramming a Borg cube Worf. That Worf. <laughs> Which Mike drop? <laughs> Mike drop. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, bat left. I, <laughs> if it was down to the quality of outtakes, I would have Michael Dorn on my bridge crew because all of his outtakes are hilarious because it's really funny trying to watch him not smile during a scene. But my pick is <laughs> Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar oh, for my security choice. officer. Tasha Yar. Yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah. She doesn't get beaten up in every single episode. Amazing she does get, she does get killed job. by a uh, She does by get killed by block. oil, but that's, that's, yeah. that's neither here nor there. Too soon. Isn't it? Bleak well, Isn't it? Soon. <laughs> I think getting killed by oil, oil kind of disqualifies her from being 
No. You, yeah, you've gone uh, full in time. But if you put it like that, say she was outwitted by oil. It does sound sound pretty bad. Yeah. 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 It does. Yeah, okay, but you've gone right, well, in time to when your choice wasn't really bad at his job, so I'm going to go backwards in time to when my choice was alive. Happy? <laughs> <laughs> I am happy, actually. I'm happy. I've, I've never been happy. <laughs> we don't. Fine then, Jason. Who's your um, pick? Okay, slightly more controversial. It is Tuvok. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Years. It, uh, this is another one where it's just those years of experience. What I like about Tuvok, though, is that he's also got kind of. Um... Need a sequel to One Vok. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no oh, personality. Really These are just coming to me. Oh my god! That's it. You, find, you find one little joke, you've got to keep pressing, you've got to keep mashing that button. That's all you're going to get. If I if I may continue, Vinny. Um, <laughs> yeah, what I like about Tuvok is, that, um, as well as being um, quite good at the sort of tactical side of things. Um, I mean, insofar as anyone in Star Trek is, because most tactics in terms of battles in Star Trek does uh, sort of be like, oh, bank left or bank right, and you know, fly, you know, fly around in a straight line. Um, but Tuvok, I like the fact that he's. <laughs> I didn't pass. I got kicked out. <laughs> um, I don't like to talk about it. Uh, what was I saying? So um, I also like the fact that he's um, he's a little bit like Odo, and he's he's got more of a kind of uh, a, a policeman vibe to him as well. Um, you know, he's he's good at kind of investigating the finer details, um, and also, you know, he's he's got years of experience. And of course, he was you know he was undercover in the Marquis, so he's um, he's got quite a lot of uh, tactical knowledge from a range of places. You've gone for a very sombre, awkward, silence bridge so far, haven't you? McCoy, Spock, and Tuvok. It's going to be. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to be a barrel of laughs. Don't get me wrong. I don't um, know. I, I think watching Bones trying to deal with two Vulcans would be hilarious, to be honest. Yeah. That. Oh God, that would be brilliant. And Data. Yes, yeah. the Star Trek. It's the Star Trek bridge equivalent of Frasier. That's what you've got. <laughs> so far. So Bones is uh, is Martin Crane and um, yeah 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 yeah, yeah but Bones is yeah, yeah yeah cool. In the chair and I, I would I'd watch that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I probably would too. Frasier in Who's your Fraser. Then, Finney? Frasier. Uh, ta- uh, um, where are we? Tactical security. Yeah. Um, yeah. I nearly went with with Yar. She, I, you know, by the time she died, she wasn't quite there, but she would have developed into a really good security officer. Um, Odo, I've gone for. Oh, good. I'm not quite sure about the tactical side. I think so, but mainly from the policeman sort of attitude. He's, you know, he's very suspicious. He, he won't let anything go. He can turn himself into a vending machine if he wants to and hide <laughs> from people. If there were loads of chocolate being stolen on the ship, he could pretend he was a vending machine and see exactly who it was. But, you know, he's well, um, be Troy, wouldn't it? He's, <laughs> he's chocolate thief. <laughs> my, but yeah, my, Odo, for, for his sort of detective uh, qualities, I, li- I like that for security. My question about the vending machine thing, and I don't yeah. want to fixate on that random bit that you said um, for comedic purposes, uh, but if people put money in there and no take the chocolate out and then eat it, is it's that no going to still be a part of Odo? Yeah. Yes, you're right. And he will explode inside them. Yeah. And he'll be like, oh, gotcha, you're this, under arrest. Let's stop this right now. Let's stop this particular line of discussion. That's a valid question. <laughs> yeah. There's no money. There's no money in. But there is no money. 
Yeah, but he, they, they wouldn't press press money. Apart from all the gold pressed latinum. Yeah, not pressed in latinum. Starfleet. Apart from not in Starfleet. Stealing chocolate. Oh, okay, right. Odo, not no, it's, a, it's, a, oh, right, it's on a bridge. Yeah. I think Odo is a good not choice. on the bridge, but if it was on a Starfleet vessel, you wouldn't have currency, would you? So, no, oh, fair enough. And I suppose, if, I suppose if you did walk onto this particular bridge and sort of vending machine. <laughs> Just, just, just parked the by the turbo lift, yeah. and then just, like, where's Odo? Yeah. Just because I real, I just thought the real shit play on his name in a uh, chocolate-based confectionery. Uh, oh. Odios. Oh dear. Odio cookies. So, sounds like chocolate that smells bad. <laughs> a yes. Todo Lorone. Odo Lorone. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyway, yeah, this this is going to go downhill rapidly. So I next, think I, next position. I, I'm going to. I'm going to try and drag it back sensibly to comment on Rich's choice. I think Odo is a very, very good choice for security, uh, but and, and if you're mixing the two stations, I can, I, you know, I can see the point. But if it's if it's a ship's tactical officer position, I don't think it can be Odo. I think it has to be somebody else, like like Wolf yeah, or, or, or Yar. That's like that, that's my that's my passing of the uh, okay. the categorization. Yeah, I right. mean all two Vok. No, yeah. Um, Right, next position, Helm. Who gets to fly the big ship? This is what I've got. I'll go first. I've gone for Data for this position because... What? uh, He's a super AI computer using a supercomputer to fly a massive space supercomputer. (laughs) I can't really fault your logic. He's going to be better. No one. He would do it flawlessly, wouldn't he? You could put Data in, in Helm or Tactical or Science... Or operations, basically. Or first officer. Um, yeah, he'd Bartender. probably be a good first officer as well. Yeah. Yeah. Lover. <laughs> he is multiple drivers. <laughs> okay. Uh, I went for. I I decided to um, branch out a little bit here, and I went for Officer Ro Laren. Ooh. Oh, that's a good choice. She's feisty. Damn she's it. a good part. She's a very good pilot. Mm. Uh, she's got a a breadth of experience having also been in the marquee blah 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 uh and michelle forbes is amazing and i i i usually fancy her whatever she's doing so there we go that's a good choice i didn't think about her to be fair that's a yeah, i, I noticed you're you're not wearing your feminist killjoy top today tom <laughs> no i'm wearing my babylon 5 hoodie like i said because <laughs> yeah, i can be got, cool in more than one way he's got science blue on so yeah, yeah. yeah. he knows his shizzle Shizzles. So yeah, Ro Laren, I think she's cool. You know how last time it said something annoys you, but Babylon Five's a big pile of shit. <laughs> well, uh, thanks that, everyone. That, that was Jason exiting the show. Uh, we're going to be looking for a replacement next. Um... Yeah, yeah. I don't actually believe uh, it. Next week it'll be an, it will be an upside down egg with two eyes and a mouth drawn on. <laughs> yeah. Um, next week we're going to get Claudia Christensen on the show to replace Jason. So um, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> right, uh, so I Jason, who's, who's your choice? Uh, again, probably slightly controversial. Um, I wanted to cover a range of the Star Trek series. Um, I think this particular person, uh, probably not, he does have the experience of flying by the seat of his pants. Quite. Um, <laughs> no. Oh. Um, and he, he was basically flying... Um, stuff when it wasn't all automated. I think some of the people like Data flying a supercomputer. Surely, tact, uh, Helm on the on the Enterprise is just going to be like press your button. Um, yeah, it's like an iPad. Does it for you? Yeah, yeah but he can do it quicker so, than anyone else. Can. Go to work. I've gone for Travis Mayweather. 
from Enterprise because, and I will refer you. He's a good you, character. He's a good I character. will refer you to um, the episode of Enterprise in which um, they have to kind of dock whilst at warp. I like him as a character, so yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, I, um, in the episode of Enterprise when um, they have to um, line up the two spaceships at warp. I think it's in season um, four at some point. Um, and they have to basically dock at warp. And it's uh, quite incredible uh, what they do. Said dock. Yeah, dock. that's a good pick. Yeah, thanks. I thought it'd be controversial. I thought I'd get no, slipped. I, I, two surprise picks I didn't really think of from Tom yeah. and Jason. Yeah. Go on then, Finney. Let's see if you've picked. Uh, original series, Sulu, I'm afraid. That's a surprise. He's just, uh, you know, he he's an intuitively good helmsman um and that's that's it <laughs> that's what you want in a helmsman <laughs> he is he's just you know, he's good at he's good he's good at <laughs> he's, he's good okay yeah. that's that's a... <laughs> right uh we're down to the last three positions so we've got captain executive officer or second in command and chief engineer which one should we go with uh i think we'll start with um chief engineer okay well, there's only really one choice for me, but you know, Finny, let's. I'll let you go first, as you're going to be the wrongest of the of all of us. <laughs> who have I picked then? <laughs> well, obviously, you picked LaForge. No, I haven't. I've picked, what? Picked Scotty, I'm afraid. Oh, yeah. You know, like you so, Okay, so if you take Scotty and LaForge and your oh so favourite Irishman, <laughs> don't um, spoil it. No spoilers. They are. They're they're in different. Um, they have different skills along uh, along the, the line of being a great engineer. They so Scotty is pr- probably in the middle. The Forge is a really really good theoretical engineer. You know he can run a starship. I do get your points about practicality of uh, of O'Brien, but he's like on the other end of the scale. He's really a doer. He like good at his job. He scale. works with fixing things that are broken. He works with jury rigging systems to get things out of them that no one have no one has thought of. So he's kind of at one end, LaForge is at the other, and Scotty does actually sit somewhere in the middle. He's a brilliant, um, you know, he comes Alcoholic. up with brilliant ideas. He's a brilliant mechanic, if you want to boil it down to that. He's Scotty in the film sort of era. You, you're not going to beat him. Not not old fat Scotty, who's forgotten a, a load of stuff, or who's been suspended in animation for 700 years. But film era <laughs> Scotty, you're not going to beat him as, a, as an engineer. It was It was 70 years. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, at least get you know you got the get your facts seven, right. Yeah. Um, I can't actually argue with that. That's quite a cool argument. Um, I've obviously gone for the correct answer of O'Brien. Uh, because, like you say, you actually made the argument kind of for us, really, because he's a doer. He rolls his sleeves up, literally rolls his sleeves up. He never went to Starfleet Academy. He's a non-commissioned officer. No. Um, he is because uh, running a Starfleet wouldn't involve any kind of theoretical uh, training, would it? That, that that wouldn't be particularly important in uh, in in, in being the the chief engineer of one of the most complex pieces of technology ever designed. But he he learned <laughs> uh, by, he learned by doing. He's hands on. He learned by actually doing. Um, yeah, and yeah, I mean, uh, I've I've gone with O'Brien as well, and my reasoning is that he's the best fixer in Starfleet, yeah. and if you're going to be on a starship. Some, you know, you've seen the episode, you've seen the shows. Something bad happens, more or less every feckin' episode. They either get attacked, something breaks. You're going to want the best person for the job, and that is O'Brien. Jordi LaForge. Jordi LaForge is a great maintainer. He's like Vishnu. He's a very good maintainer. <laughs> but I would pick 
Miles O'Brien. So you're comparing you're comparing an Irishman who doesn't get on particularly well with his wife uh, to he somebody does. else, uh, infavorably to someone who you're comparing to a, a, a god. That's that's, in his that's role, your go-to. His title and his job title. Analogy. All right. Well, I'm yeah, going to no. weigh in here because it will surprise no one that I picked Geordie LaForge. Uh, hey. uh, oh, dear. <coughs> I can't get a girlfriend. Look, oh. look, we've talked. Oh. I'm sort of restating some of this. <laughs> sort of restating. But look, O'Brien is a very, very good mechanic, no doubt about it. Possibly one of the best in Starfleet. He's also a good soldier. He's a great person to have on the team. But he's not an engineer. He's he's not he's not got that he's not got the theoretical ability. He didn't go to Starfleet Academy. He hasn't got the training. He can fix stuff that's broken, and that's that's great. But Geordie kind of can bridge the gaps between the practical, and he can fix things practically, and he does it all the time. So, you know, um, but usually while rolling under between a door, <laughs> conceptual theoretical science and practical applications. And that's what you need an engineer to do. I would say that you obviously want to have Miles O'Brien on your ship somewhere, but you want Geordie running engineering. So there we go. I think I think my biggest concern on my ship is that um, I don't want to have to clear up the holodeck afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> After Geordie's been in there on one of his dates. So that's what Wesley Penultimate choice, executive officer or second in command. That's yeah. only one choice, really. Uh, for me. I've, well, go on. Will Riker. Got to be. It's just a boring choice, isn't it? But who else are you going to pick? It is. I mean, you want someone to inspire you as your second in command. You want somebody to inspire you. He makes just the actions of sitting down and leaning look incredible. (laughs) And he, no doubt about uh, it. Maybe a contentious point. Best sci-fi beard of all time. (laughs) (laughs) It's up there. Oh oh my! Oh yes, I I went there. Okay. I mean, his his beard actually spawned an entire uh, trope, didn't it? Which they they referred to as the growing the beard moment. Uh, in any series where it kind of has that one little bit where it uh, it kind of improves in quality, oh, and okay. uh, it's mm-hmm. known as growing the beard because it yep. sort of coincided with Riker's beard. Cisco, way of the warrior. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if, if Janeway, Janeway, season four. Janeway, she was much <laughs> better. She beard. beard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if Picard endorses someone as the greatest officer in Starfleet they've ever seen, then yeah. Um, uh, I've done for a slightly different one there. Tom, I'll let you do yours first because I want to hear you. Okay. My uh, executive officer is Spock. Oh, Ooh, okay. that's not that's not controversial. Now, I, I will I will I will I will contextualise this by saying that that I think he'd be a very good uh, uh, first officer on my ship, bearing in mind who I've picked as captain. But I think he stands very well on his own merits. He's He's a he's an incredibly capable officer. He's incredibly knowledgeable. He's you know he's Starfleet to the core, uh, and he is he's perfectly capable of being a, a very good leader. Mm. Uh, what I, um, what I actually like about your pick, I think Tom, he's great. Um, it's 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 almost a, it's almost a negative in that um, early on in the original series he wasn't actually very good at kind of command and leadership. So there's episodes like Galileo Seven where. Um, they're on the, the crash land on the planet and Spock has to kind of lead this team of people who survived um, through the sort of dangers and get them back off the planet. And that episode is all about his struggles to actually sort of understand um, how command works, about listening command, to others yeah. and all that kind of thing. And he does learn that. Um, so it's a very, very good pick, actually. Um, but And you actually see his journey 
little bit as well. It's quite nice. Yes. You don't. Riker is kind of the finished product when he comes on board in in uh, the first in the encounter at Farpoint. He is already that kind of leadership um, first officer material. He gets better and better, but he's already probably better at that point than Spock was when Spock first served under Kirk. If you get what I mean. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's my pick. Um, I have uh, gone for Kieran Reese. Because yep. um, I think it would be very interesting to see the particular interaction between Kira and my pick for captain. Um, <clears> again, <throat> Kira is another one who you see go on a journey, though, throughout the entire series. You know, she, she grows into the role. And um, I think she's, uh, she's actually also another one of my favourite characters in the, entire, in the entire Star Trek franchise. Uh, that's it. I'm, that's it. <laughs> Kira Narice. Um She's a former terrorist. You know, well... Aren't they all? Well, I mean, you know, when she served under um, Cisco, and you know, he destroyed the ecosystem of an entire planet. So, hey, why not? When in Rome, (laughs) when in Rome, burn the atmosphere. Shock and awe. What's your? Who's your choice? Well, yeah. So I already backed backed you with Riker. It's it's just because I don't think you can pick anyone else. The other argument. Well, you can because we did. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, just the other one, dude. Um, but Riker's a weird character because he is—he's—he's he's almost the—the—he should be an eternal first officer and not a captain, even though he's easily good enough to be a captain. I know he does develop into one, but he's—he's—you've effectively got two two captains on a ship when Riker's on there, so yeah. that. That your options are in a crisis are much much better. With I mean, obviously, if you <laughs> depends who your captain is. If your captain was I don't know Big Bird, then it wouldn't work, would it? <laughs> but, Hang on, Dan, you've got my like list. <laughs> which which list are we on now? Is it the private list? You're, you keep it by your bedside and tell no one list. Um, why do you got a competent captain? Riker is the is the ultimate first officer, um, and he actually. You know, he can step up to captain at any moment, but he is always looking out for, you know, in, in most of the time, Picard. Women. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> only, only when he's on... Um, uh, Riser. Riser, that's it. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think you'll find he, he chased women pretty much every, uh, every other week. Yes. And, and in one particular instance, um, a not a woman and not a man, an androgynous character. So fair play to us. Yeah. Right, well, last but certainly not least is Captain. Here we go. Battle Royale. My pick is... Is it... Is, is it it's, I think there's only two choices, in all honesty, for me. Well, I mean, there's yeah. more than that. Yeah, yeah. To, well, yeah, technically there are more than two choices, but for technically me... Technically correct. Just, you know, mine is the other half of the Will Riker. I've gone for Picard. You have to go with Picard. He's incredible. He makes archaeology sound fun. People are interested <laughs> when he talks about archaeology, which is not ideally what you want in a spaceship captain. But for me, he's a master debater. Easy. Great. Yes. Easy. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's level-headed. He's inspiring. He's just... How can you not pick Picard? If you don't pick Picard, Shiny you're a moron. Picard is, um, Picard is my choice as well. And I have to say that um, he is more than a captain to me in a strange kind of way. Uh, I grew up watching TNG. You love him. You want to kiss him. You want to polish his head and put it next to yours. (laughs) 
if if I if we put our heads <laughs> next to each other, we would look like but very if funny. We put, if we put our heads next to each other, we would look like a massive pair of bosoms. <laughs> Horrible bosoms. They um, have hair on them. <laughs> you'd look like you'd look like that po- that alien poster with all the eggs just yeah, it's kind of in in, in yeah, interesting cool. shadow. Um, anyway, Tom, you bloody child. Um, what was I saying? I love him. So I I grew up watching TNG, and so I, I don't think it's too kind of soppy or overstating it to say that I learned a lot about how to act as a person from Captain Picard. As well as my parents, obviously. Um, yeah, love you, mum, dad. Yeah. Um, did, he, did he stop you from seeing the last half of Transformers the movie, by the way? <laughs> well, I wouldn't eat my macaroni cheese. Aiden, that's enough. Trains <laughs> <laughs> uniform. Come along. You've seen enough of that. <laughs> you my dad watch. used to call me number one. Well, more number uh-huh. two, to be fair. Yeah. All right. I meant because I'm the second uh, child, not because I'm a turd. I mean, to, listening to Jason's um, backstory, brilliant though it is, does anybody have anything else to say about Captain Picard? I love him. Um, no, I, love I, him, I, I picked him for all the reasons that have been... Really? Said. I thought you'd go with Kirk. Well, I, I <laughs> want to go with Kirk, and he, he is on the... Oh, sorry, is he list. on one of your 17 other lists? So <laughs> yeah, he he anyone off. He's on the personal list. He's a much more flawed... Character, but he's a much more interesting character in my opinion. But Picard's got to be, got to be, uh, you know, if if everything's on the line, you want you'd want Picard there, I think. Right. Good. Okay. Well, happily, uh, for the sake of this being an interesting podcast, I have disagreed with all of you. <clears throat> I think there's only really one choice for who you who you who you want at the cutting edge of of the flagship of your star of your Starfleet. Uh, and that it's is spot, isn't it? That. Spot. Oh, yeah, the, cat. the cat. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. It's a ginger cat. You put it on the bridge. You kind of wave its legs around like that, like yeah. that, um, like the like little gif. No, it's Benjamin Cisco. Oh, Hands down, Benjamin the, Cisco, the eco terrorist. Let me tell you. <clears throat> Cisco won the war against the Dominion, co-designed the Defiant, and punched Q in the face. <laughs> you hit me. You hit me. Picard never hit me. I'm not Picard. Picard. No, he's not Picard, and that's why he's superior. He's the perfect perfect Starfleet captain. He combines the charisma and the gutsy leaps of intuition of Kirk with the intelligence of Picard. He's at least as smart as Picard. He's also, crucially, a damn sight more emotionally centred than Picard, who spends all of season four of TNG and the entirety of the first Contact movie failing to get to grips with his post-traumatic stress. Cisco... Cisco completely nails his PTSD issues in the first episode, the feature-length <laughs> episode of DS9. And in doing so, he establishes essential diplomatic, diplomatic relations with the wormhole aliens. He's smart, he's stable, and he also personally kicks more ass than Picard ever did. You've, we've all seen him fighting against the Jem'Hadar in Way of the Warrior and other episodes. Picard did stop the Borg, granted. Cisco tactically and strategically outsmarts the Dominion which are arguably the more dangerous threat of those two, with whom the Federation is at war for like two years, as opposed to the Battle of Wolf 359, which was just one engagement. The Borg are a blunt and terrifying hammer. The, the Dominion are a threat politically and strategically on a whole other level. Also, Cisco is willing to get his hands dirty for the greater good, which is really important for an organization, organization like Starfleet that, Eco-terrorism. let's face it, is, is a bit wimpy around the edges. 
Um, <laughs> probably, I'm sure you all remember the fabulous episode of DS9, The Pale Moonlight, where oh, yeah. uh, he, uh, he 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 he. He acquiesces to to uh, Garrick's plan to, uh, to 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 deal with a a, a Romulan uh, threat, uh, and that one that you talked about, the eco terrorist one, where he outsmarts Commander Eddington. But the thing about the thing about that one, where he becomes an eco terrorist, is the reason he did it was because he was cleverly playing into uh, Eddington's um, personal hero complex. Mm-hmm. He decided. Okay, if I'm going to convince, crush this guy and convince him to back down, I've got to let him think he's the hero by doing something villainous. So it wasn't just being an ego terrorist; he had to outsmart him and outbluff him. And he, he was an that. ego ego terrorist. Ego terrorist, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, sure. Okay, that biosystem went kaput, but you know the Marquis got off, uh, and and it was all fine. And all life on the planet is dead forever. Captain Cisco. Any day of the week. I like that. I like that. Hand Picard is ass. <laughs> I, I I certainly agree. That's convinced, I, that's convinced me. I would I would back that. I think. Don't change your fucking <laughs> you mind, Jesus. Stand your ground. Um. I well, what I would say about Picard. Um, Picard can kick ass when he needs to. Obviously, as, uh, as we saw in yeah, first contact. No I Cisco. agree. No, no, I absolutely agree with you that um, that Cisco is kind of if we're if we're going for uh, my dad is harder than your dad kind of. Mason, uh, he's not your dad. Yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> your dad listens to this podcast. How's he going to feel about all this? <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Um, <laughs> anyway, I forgot what to say. Uh, but so yeah, Cisco does kick more ass. Um, however, Picard usually allows it to not get to that point he has such diplomatic skills that he can usually talk down the fight um i wonder how um things would have fared with picard in the position that cisco's in when the uh, dominion war started how would things have played out would picard have taken a more kind of uh, diplomatic approach i don't know whether necessarily whether that would have worked because the dominion as you said, we're a little bit more kind of socially and uh, politically uh, threatening than, than the Borg were, for example. Um, but I just think it would have been very interesting to see whether let's or not, not Picard... Let's not forget that Picard was also arbiter of succession for the Klingon Empire. Yes, yes, he was arbiter of succession, yeah. And, and swears in Klingon very well, apparently. He does, um, and in French. I mean, all this, all this stuff about, you know, no swearing Cisco in Star Cisco punched Trek. Q. <laughs> yeah, but Q, basically, Q basically wanted to be Picard, so Q. Yeah. Um, a lot of do you know what? I've, I've read a lot of things recently, people saying they don't like Q, um, and those people are idiots. John Delancey is a fantastic yeah. actor, they are, oh, he's brilliant. Yeah. I, I love I love <laughs> Picard's interactions with Q, though. I think I think he I think he deals with Q very well, um, because although he has never punched Q like Cisco has, because Cisco's well odd, um. Again, he, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. He actually has the humility in Q Who to actually turn around to Q in this particular situation and say, I need you. And he needed them to actually, you know, to, to have I them. need you. I need you. You want me to say <laughs> I need you, Q? I need you. That's, that's, we're getting such a fantastic insight into Jason's mind here. I, can, <laughs> I imagine that's every wet dream he had from the age of... <laughs> Jason Hayden, uh, you want me to say I need you? <laughs> I need you. Need you. 
I think we've got to a point here where this could go on and on and on. So should we move on to our surprise round that Finney definitely didn't ruin at the very wow, start? Wow, what's this? What's this round? I, I have no idea. Do Which list is this? Star Trek bridge crew, but it's going to be a comedy bridge crew where there are no rules and there are no limits. You can have anyone or anything in any position, regardless of what they've done in the past, what their qualifications are. And basically ideas that are both outlandish and just outright stupid and funny. Okay. I've got a whole list. I don't know if you guys have... I, I've got a whole list. I am missing a helmsman because uh, tries out my... I just can't think of anyone funny enough to go on there. Okay. So should we go the same structure as the last one? Should we start with Councillor? Sure. Sure, why, why not? Go someone, isn't he? I'll start with Councillor. I choose Lieutenant Reg Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody would mess. go to him with their problems and he'd be like, You think you've got problems? Let me tell you Let me tell you about my sad journey through my own mind on the holodeck. And they'd walk out of that room thinking, Do you know what? I feel better now because at least yeah. I'm not as bad. That's actually that's always a better choice than Troy, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've decided anyway. to go with Greg Davies for my ship's counsellor. Oh, what the comedian. Because he is one of the funniest people in the entire universe. Yeah. Just his story alone about shitting himself while he's got a microphone on that a disabled yes. child can hear him is yes. would cheer anyone up. So, so he's <laughs> That's a very, very good point. Oh, um, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. I'm not sure if our American listeners will uh, necessarily know who he is. Um, well, they should get to know Sorry, all three of you. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's very funny. Yeah, that's a good choice. I like that. Uh, I have gone for... Um, it's not... But actually, it's funny enough, this person has been mentioned earlier, um, and it is he's listening. It's Dr. Fraser Crane. Because <laughs> not only would he um, he help you through your problems, uh, but he would do so in a very short burst. You wouldn't even have to actually go into the room to see him. you just uh, hit him on the comm badge, and he'd say, I'm listening. And uh, then you'd tell him your problems. He'd give you a quick bit of advice, and then you're done. You could do it while having a poo. That'd in his really, office. You know, <clears throat> uh, point of order, though, wasn't <laughs> Fraser Crane actually the captain of a? Um, uh, he was the of captain a Miranda of the class ship. Bozeman. Well, Bozeman, technically, yeah. no. I mean, Kelsey Grammer was. I think you're confusing Dr. Fraser Crane with uh, his uh, with the person who plays him. I just think if they met each Tom. other, there'd be some sort of mirror universe confusion would occur. That's all I'm Tom, saying. Tom, television is not reality. Come on. And we, we, we had an in, we had an intervention reality. over this. I don't understand. No. Right, okay. You need to get the You're not my real dad. That's Benjamin Sisko. <laughs> wow, Tom is pulling the puerility out of the bag in this one. <laughs> Outdoing me. I'm impressed. <laughs> I've, le I've learned from the master. Thanks. Sorry, which one are we talking about? Counselor. Counselor. Oh, I, I, Barkley. I've, oh, yes. oh, yeah, sorry, Barkley. Yeah, Jay, Barkley. Uh, sorry, Finney, yeah. who's your pick? Yeah, I, I, pick. I went for uh, reverse psychology as well, so I picked uh, Marvin, the paranoid android. <laughs> uh, Lord, don't talk to me about life. <laughs> I just think, uh, you know, he's either he's either going to snap them out of it or they're going to blow themselves oh, out of an yeah, air. Yeah, or they'll yeah, trigger like, a warp breach and kill everyone. Uh, you know, be less <laughs> of a burden on the rest of the crew if they blow themselves out of the airlock. Geordie yeah. <laughs> will do that for you. I like that pick. So Marvin, yeah. Uh, right, uh, uh, Chief Medical Officer, who wants to go first? Okay, I'll go first because uh, because I had for because I just wanted Spock on all of my lists. I was working trying to work out how I could get Spock on, um, and uh, because people like to call him Doctor Spock, 
<laughs> I thought I could get him on that way, which I know Dr. won't be allowed. Dr. Um, Spock was a child psychologist. No, there's, 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 no, there's no limits on this pick, so yeah, whatever. I'll have Dr. Spock, but if I can't have Dr. Spock um, for her outstanding uh, 20th century medical... I know where you're going. It's my pick. Only, um, uh, and for, for that reason and for no other reasons, I'll pick Dana Scully. That's my pick as well. Uh, <laughs> That's my choice. pick as well. That's fun. Um, Very good choice. I, I've picked her, but I, the only problem with having her as your chief medical officer is the amount of staff reported to sick bay would increase 5,000%. Because <laughs> yeah. she's incredibly hot. Good with a gun. She can tell you why everyone's died if they die. And yeah, a lot of yeah, people would be reporting to sick bay on a daily basis if she yeah. was there for me. Mine... Um... Mine's uh, somebody actually in a very similar line to McCoy. Um, grumpy, no time for idiots, but very, very good at his job. And mostly because I would actually Bigfoot. pay money to be insulted by him because he's so good at it. It's Dr. Cox from Scrubs. <laughs> oh, that's a good choice. Yeah. yeah. Good choice. I, 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 I went for a similar one, but a bit more in universe. I'm going for Dr. McCoy, but Carl Urban bones McCoy. And I would oh, let yeah. Carl Urban. Uh, actually kind of run with his, his comedy inclinations uh, and it, it within the role and and on this particular yeah. bridge and I think that would be a delight for everyone that's a good choice cool. um, I was just gonna say Finney you can have spot because there are no, there are no restrictions in this at all purely because my chief engineer pick is absolute lunacy but um <laughs> right shall we do operations next uh, I'm uh, gonna. I, I, this is one that I really didn't put any thought into, so I'm just purely going to say Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> I don't have anything so for ops. Space, it's boring, and I don't care. I've gone with, and this is weird. I've gone with Hulk Hogan as my operations. <laughs> Every do? time anyone asks anything, he just tears his shirt off, stomps across the bridge, pointing at everyone, and goes, "Are you ready, brothers?" I think it'd be quite amusing. It's what he wanted in an ops officer, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't, isn't, that how, isn't that how Kirk dealt with most of his uh, command yeah. decisions? Yeah. yeah, but I think Hulk Hogan could probably do that better. True. You know, you just go, what are you going to do when Hulkamania runs over you? <laughs> I, just, I just want to know how many tins of tuna we've got left, Hulk Hogan. For fuck's sake, don't you threaten me. <laughs> Was that Data's job? To, to keep an eye on how many tins of tuna. Yeah, well, he has a cat as well. So, how, yeah. many, exactly. um, how many bounties were left in Odo as well? <laughs> <laughs> I nearly spit my drink out. Oh, God. You bastard. Is that because you were worried it might be Odo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if, what if you went for like the, um, like the coffee option? What would that be? Oh, God. Extra uh, cream. What are your Cappuccino? No, stop, Boom. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> What are, your, what are your picks then? What are your picks ops. for ops? Well, ops, I thought, you know, it's it's this bit of a weird role where they need to be really a master of everything that they touch. <laughs> they don't. It's anything goes, um, so they don't need to. They need to be extremely good in any department. So I'm going for Chris Grayling from the government. Grayling <laughs> <laughs> from the government. Again, America, American listeners, don't bother Googling him. He's fucking pointless. Yeah. But... Um, and I decided that if I wasn't allowed Chris Grayling, um, because they need to be doing lots of things at once, um, it could be the animated statue of Kali from the Golden Voyage of Sinbad. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. That would yeah, be amazing. Uh, no, so six panels at one time. 
he would he would still be more successful oh. than Chris Grayling at anything. <laughs> Amazing, especially uh, if you wanted to use some shuttlecrafts, he would um, he would hire a company that had never used shuttlecrafts before. Um, yeah, with, with he, no shuttles, he'd buy twenty thousand before they were built. Yeah. He'd hire a Fer Ferengi fruit merchant to supply the entire uh, shuttlecraft yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. contingent for Starfleet. Yeah. Well, uh, Jason, what was your pick? Did you say Bruce, Bruce Willis? Willis? Bruce yeah. Willis. Uh, okay. No reason at all. I just couldn't think of anything else. And yeah, um, uh, he's, right. he's my other dad. Uh, science officer. Oh, I've got one. Oh, I've got one here. Um, sci my science officer will be Officer Jerry Seinfeld, I think. <laughs> just because I want to hear Seinfeld talking about the captain. There, <laughs> there are some blue guys on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> What is the deal with Ferengi? Are they Jewish racist? Are they ugly people racist? Are they small people racist? Uh, forever and ever, and that that'll be fine. Uh, I, my my pick, and he does have some science background in him. My pick is skeletal. Nice. <laughs> he's a scientist. He's an inventor. The stuff he invents is shit, but he's an inventor. Uh, he can open dimensional portals. He can teleport himself and others vast distances across space-time, which should be good. Uh, and he is skeletal. What more do you need? All right. Uh, I I have gone for someone um, very similar lines to uh, Finney in a way. Um, like Finney. Somebody someone who looks who... like Finney. No, 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 no. no. There, are, there, in there are no trolls on my bridge. Is it an orange, yeah, rolled in pubic hair? No. Yeah, he's a, he's a chicken nugget that's been dropped it's into pubic hair. It's a it with a beard drawn on. <laughs> with a hat on top. <laughs> um, anyway, now I've funny. gone for somebody who um, has a really firm grasp of science, um, knows the ins and outs of, um, of okay. everything, uh, everything scientific from, uh, from climate, uh, from uh, epidemiology. It can't be anyone else but Donald Trump. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's it's even worse than that. It's uh, Boris Johnson. Nice, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, if if you've got something going on, uh, well, uh, so uh, so science officer, uh, what can you tell us about this planet? Well, uh, it's a uh, it's a blue planet, and uh, we we should beam down, um, but we should definitely wear gloves. Um, don't beam down, and. Um, then, then you you have to wear a mask, but don't wear a mask while you're down there. Um, <laughs> red shirts, all fine. Everybody in red shirts. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Everybody wear red. Okay, good. Yeah, red, <laughs> red. Very British colour, red. Yeah, very patriotic colour. Um, yes, but but don't wear red, and um, and s stay inside. Um, but we now need you to go outside. But there's no air. But go outside anyway. You might die, but go outside. And if you, if you really want, we can take you down to 10 forward and we'll give you a free meal. That'll solve all your problems. I've gone too far. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, problem, the problem with this there. is it, it's just turned into the news. So um, <laughs> it's lost, it's lost yeah. some of its comedic edge. Yeah, Jason. yeah, yeah. It's, okay, not next. Funny. it's not funny when it's true. <clears throat> Any more science officers? No, science officer, yeah. I thought somebody who... Uh, needed a firm grip on reality and all scientific principles. So um, probably someone like David Icke <laughs> but, um, uh, or Tom Cruise when he's not working. Oh, fuck off. This is meant to be funny. Don't have that weight. 
both both um, uh, are well versed on alien reptiles. If they run into a Goron, <laughs> uh, Gorkon. What's it? What is it? Gor- no, Gorkon. Chancellor Gorkon. What's the green monster? The Gorn. The, the Gorn. Gorn. Yeah. He's a Gorn. Um, so yeah, him. David Icke or Tom Cruise. Gorn, but not forgotten. Well, um, right next tactical officer, and Jason's kind of ruined it for me because my tactical officer was going to be Boris Johnson. Um, <laughs> In a way that he's prepared Britain exactly. for COVID, he'd, he'd prepare the spaceship just as well. Race shields, don't race shields. Shoot at them, uh, don't shoot at them. Um, wear red, don't wear red, etc. That's, that's wear red, very not good. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've gone for uh, somebody who might be a little bit dangerous to have on the bridge, but I think ultimately their ability to, um, to track people and uh, hunt them down uh, and then kill them uh, rather instantly. It's the predator. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He'd be a very good tactical officer. You'd be able to see your tactical officer. That'd be kind of unsettling. But yeah, I, like that. I mean, where, where's he gone? Where's he gone <laughs> I still, to now? I still maintain why, that. As why is there a vending episode, machine on the bridge? Still maintain that as per our pilot episode, Councillor Troy would have him. So stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, other picks. Well, especially uh, concentrating on the security aspect, I've gone for um, a special weapons Dalek. (laughs) (laughs) If you you want to Google that, that's a a real thing. Heavily armored Dalek that has a single cannon on the front of it. So I thought that'd be a really good uh, deterrent for people. You know, stealing things. Don't, don't all Daleks have like a ray gun on the front of them? They do, but this just has a one large cannon and a bigger ray gun. Um, and I don't think it actually talks either. It just it's it's just a piece of mobile artillery. Just a mobile gun. Um, yeah, okay, that's, fair that's, that's actually not a bad thing. <laughs> there's, there's no there's no uh, there's no either or with that one. It's no. You're late for your shift. Well, if, if you are reported to the security, <laughs> officer, you can break yeah, it. You're, you're late for your shift. <laughs> oh well, don't that, do it again. My, um, that's not a bad choice actually, because especially if we're going for the Enterprise D bridge, they've got those two ramps down to the front. Yeah, true. Yeah. Steps. Nice and smooth. Yeah, yeah. All the others have steps somewhere, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. To be fair, good. starships are made for Daleks, really, aren't they? So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're wheelchair anywhere. Okay. Uh, my pick for tactical officer would be um, Steve McCroskey from Airplane, uh, played by Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> He's the one who says things like, "Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue," and <laughs> "He's coming right at us." <laughs> I just think he'd be a real, a real morale booster on the bridge, and he'd be very good at falling over the um, the tactical bench thing yeah, as well. Like right, next uh, is Helm. I oh. I'll go first. I've gone with Sandwave. Um, <laughs> Finney's not here, so he would have loved that choice. I don't think there is anyone better voice-wise for following orders than if you tell them to lay in a course and you just hear by your command. That'd be amazing. Sound like a Cylon then. I oh, know. I can't. Um, I can't. I, I can't saying... synthesize my voice to sound like Sandwave, unfortunately. Yeah. Because my bridge was feeling a little male heavy uh, and idiot heavy, I went for Susan Ivanova from Babylon Five as my Helms, oh, my Helms it. person. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, she won't take any shit from anyone, and it'd be quite funny watching her kind of you know punch and ridicule some of the other idiots I've got on the bridge. Yeah, that's a good choice. <laughs> um, I've gone for someone, uh, a female as well, for this particular position, who I think. 
definitely needs to learn a little bit about kind of navigating things beforehand, particularly like the ability to kind of to run to the side or to the other side. Oh, oh my God. Oh, fuck but, off. Um, I know who you've picked. Oh, no, you, you didn't. Picked, you oh, picked uh, Captain yeah. Prometheus, haven't you? Uh, I've gone for Meredith Vickers. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I really think she'd benefit a lot from a little bit of staff elite training. Um, and then she can apply that to to turn the ship left a bit and then turn the ship right a bit. You know, Wouldn't she suffer from spaceship, um, you know, sort of spaceship PTSD? Probably. I mean, she might do. But, the last um, spaceship I was on it was on me. I mean, she she literally she screams like a child if you come towards her with a donut. Yeah, 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 that's very true. I mean, she she would have to get that sorted with the councillor, presumably. Um, she won't be able to run away from her problems mainly because she can't run away from fucking anything. Um, she can just for not very long. Yeah, not very long. Yeah. So that's Finny, what's your pick? Thanks for that. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I saw it. Hang on, has anyone got a twig? Hollywood, I repeat. Has anyone got a twiglet we can put in this place? Oh, here <laughs> yeah. he is. So I fell off my chair. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. What's happened? What, what are we on? We're on helm. We're on helm now. We've all given uh, our picks. We're, yeah. we're helms deep. Yep, Helm needs really, really quick reflexes. And the fastest thing I can think of is light. Um, this the disabled Dalek Pike from the original uh, series because he's got three lights on the front of his Dalek wheelchair. <laughs> he How many lights? Face. Sorry? How oh, many three. lights? <laughs> three. Um, <laughs> so he could use those lights to communicate with the computer is what I thought. So that's the Pike that's represented in the Menagerie parts one and two, I think. Okay. Um, plus, you, you because mean, the bottom of him looks like a Dalek, the security officer would feel more at with Daleks. <laughs> um, right. There, there's a wow. side. Are you saying that light could basically pilot the ship? Uh, yeah. If so, they, so he's not even needed. You could well, just have like, no, no, he has lights think, on. He has to you think have a torch that. Yeah. yeah. With a button. Well, and, there's no limits to these picks, so you know he's he's yeah. gone with it. The Dalek. Yeah. Like Dalek Pike, we have to roll with it. So, <laughs> that's, and that's all he can do because he's just got yep. tiny wheels. Um, <laughs> right. Next, Chief Engineer. Uh, I've gone for um, a really, really obvious choice. Um, somebody for exceptional comedic value um, because they're so often uh, getting things wrong. Uh, it's Geordie LaForge. Ooh. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, oh. Oh, that's that's, well, uh, that's that's almost sunk mine because I was obviously going with Miles O'Brien for that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've with mine. I've gone a little bit out there for mine. I've gone a little bit more ridiculous and insane. So my pick for chief engineer, and they would have to change engineering to accommodate this. But my pick for chief engineer would be Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> they could just. They could. The Jaws could be in Cetacean Ops. You know, the little part of the little part no, of the Enterprise no. where, the where they've giggles. got the dolphins. Engineering, why is everyone responding? Oh, they've all been eaten again. Fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Would um would Scotty have to set up the enclosure for him? He's <laughs> he's got experience in that. Is he um does he sort of just like flap along the floor or is he it's suspended in water or how does, how no, does it... that no that's why i said they'd have to oh, they'd have to change how engineering is laid out it's full of salt water oh, it's full of salt water yeah, yeah. i know technically if i'm going to be a geek like i am great white sharks don't survive long in captivity but it's jaws 
and it's space and it's space jaws mm. i like it i tire it's it's space jaws <laughs> it's space jaws in your uh, extensive shark collection no but there is uh, a film called space sharks oh there is yeah where there are sharks that can swim in space they're being controlled by moon uh, moon nazis <laughs> That's actually true. Uh, Tom, who's your pick? Look at Tom's face. <laughs> right, well, I, th- I think I think you're going being a bit ridiculous there. Um, so for my, kind of for, my chief engineer, <laughs> for my chief engineer, I've chosen the Russian guy from the film Armageddon, uh, who just hits things with a spanner, who's played by Peter Stormare. Uh, the one who uh, components yes. American, Russian components, all made in Taiwan. Whack. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good choice, actually. Oh, right, uh, executive <laughs> officer. I think I've disappointed Tom a bit with my engineering pick. Oh well. Um, yeah, Space executive shark. officer. It, it's ironic because uh, my pick for EXO was going to be Jaws, but the James Bond Jaws, uh, because uh, he'd be really good at biting through bulkheads if anybody had to escape. That's a lie. Uh, I just made that up for comic effect. My XO, you'll be delighted to hear, is Lieutenant Ellen Ripley from the Aliens. Oh, uh, that's a good choice. Because... Because she'd constantly be going, have you thought about not opening the airlock? Have you thought about not beaming them down? And then chaos and death would ensue and she'd just be like, fucking told you. Um, <laughs> but she'd, she'd find Data's cat, uh, you know, assuming hypothetical yeah. enterprise and she'd be fine. That's cool. Uh, I've gone with relate, garlic. Also ties in crucially to my pick of Captain as well, which... Uh, we'll, we'll oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I've gone with a Dalek as my executive officer because if you're <laughs> what Captain Gaze... Daleks? Why are the Daleks <laughs> on the think, think, What, um, what colour? Dalek? Doesn't matter what colour. Don't what try does, and trick don't me. They all have different... Special weapons no, Dalek? A standard Dalek. Holiday Dalek? A, a run-of-the-mill Dalek. Your captain goes... What are your thoughts, number one? And he just goes, exterminate! <laughs> this vending machine is out of chocolate. <laughs> I can't get the, the Jeffrey's tubes. <laughs> Can I Why roll are there under Jeffrey door? Tubes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, me and Finney can Grayling, Grayling, where are the shuttles? <laughs> <laughs> That. <laughs> uh, okay, um, I've gone for actually somebody who I think would be quite sweet in this role, uh, and it's actually a little bit of reward for their uh, unceasing loyalty um, throughout the years to a rather useless captain. Um, and it's uh, <laughs> Wesley Crusher. No, it's uh, it's Kiff from Futurama. Hey. Oh, I, think, nice. I think he deserves to actually be on yeah. a proper starship under proper captaincy for a change. Yeah. Yeah. Have the boy lay out my formal shorts. <laughs> you. <laughs> You're the boy. You lay out my formal shorts. <laughs> would he um would he appear as a as a two-dimensional drawing? Like oh, in, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. No, not a real. Yeah, an actual kind of two-dimensional kit. Yeah. So if if you know if you ever if you ever want to play hide and seek, it'll it's be absolutely fine does. because you can just turn around. <laughs> <laughs> just turn to the side and you won't be able to see him. Where's he gone? The predator will be out the spot now, so it's fine. Finny, what's um, XO? Um, it's got to be stupid, sexy Riker. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, if I, 
Who, if listeners don't know who that is, yeah. a picture on the internet where somebody has put an attractive female face on an already attractive male face of oh, uh, that one, yeah, Riker, yeah, yeah. Uh, who we like to call stupid, stupid, sexy Riker because it confuses us. For our listeners, when we uh, we changed our messaging picture to stupid, sexy Riker. I was generally confused when I got a message come through because I thought it was some random good-looking woman had messaged me and I had no idea who it was. My, was like, my oh, wife did the same thing. My wife was scrolling, yeah. just looking over my shoulder and she went, and who's that? <laughs> I, I don't know how we can get people to um, to look it up because he's obviously not called Stupid Sexy Riker. Can... Uh, I think gender, I think a lot. I think they went Riker. around the internet a few months Bit ago. Female um, Riker, maybe. Just no, just search for gender swap Riker because that's, yeah, yeah, that's generally that's, what they do with that kind of stuff. Swap. The thing is, yeah, we can't call it stupid sexy Riker because there already was a stupid sexy Riker from the uh, from TNG, and it was that time when Riker was on the planet that was um, uh, matriarchally dominated, and he had uh, to wear that incredible oh, V. I'm yes. looking at a picture of it now. <laughs> oh yeah, massive V which had what? one. Tom, why are you touching yourself? That did confuse because me. Because I'm, I'm demonstrating. Yeah, uh, no, being no, no, no. voluptuous Riker, and he had a almost Bajoran style earring and looked yeah, very yeah. sassy. Tom, okay. can you put it away seriously? Yeah, just, right. Just uh, stop touching your penis. Female Riker. The, it's not my penis. The last <laughs> position, the last position. In my view, there is only one possible candidate for captain, but I'm gonna not go first. All right, I'm happy to ruin your days. Okay. Well, I'll right. Start. Uh, Oh no, go on, Finney, you go well, first. I was going to say, I've, I've picked the obvious one. So I've picked Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. So uh, he's got yeah. a massive helmet, and if you're going to hire a captain... <laughs> that's what you need in a captain. Uh, that's, what, that's what you need. He's a master of the downside of the Schwartz. <laughs> and, oh, that's a point. Yeah, special powers. Yeah, good. Um, fairly, fairly thick glasses. Uh, I'm just like listing it. things that he's got. I don't know what, how this helps him be. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's a good, it's a good pick. I didn't even think about him. Yeah, that's more than you in thought a similar about. Vein, I'm just gonna, in a similar vein, I'm just going to interject and say we didn't have comms officers for this one, but we didn't have comms officers for the main thing. But for comms officer, I would have picked uh, Officer Larval Jones from the Police Academy movies. Uh, oh, he could, oh, yes. He could do all the voices. Yeah. Uh, and, and he was also in Spaceballs. He was the... Um, I lost the beeps, the sweeps, and the creeps. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. So uh, he, should, he should definitely be on the bridge as an honourable mention. That's a good idea. Um, I could do mine... my captain as well, could I? My yeah. captain. Go on. While I'm, I'm saying words. My captain would definitely be uh, Dr. Peter Vakeman from the Ghostbusters, without any oh, shadow of a doubt. That's a good choice. Uh, he's he, he's got too much of a maverick, too much of a <laughs> loose a great cannon. Of women, um, and and having him and Officer Ellen Ripley on the oh, bridge uh, would be, be hilarious because yeah. uh, uh, Ripley would would definitely give him his comeuppance for the uh, <laughs> the mildly misogynistic. Um, but hilarious when we were children, um, attempts to woo her that uh, he committed upon her person. Different time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't I mean, done... pick. Uh, mine, actually, I, I've gone for another quite sweet pick, um, and I did this today uh, just because amazing leadership, um, and it's a great loss to the world. Um, it is Black Panther or Chadwick Boseman. Oh, yeah, that's very nice. Kind of forever. Kind of forever. It's kind of put a bit of a downer on my pick, um, <laughs> but a good, good one. Right, my one. I'm going to paint you a little picture here. The doors, the doors open from the captain's ready room, <laughs> and you hear, you hear him before he comes in, and you just hear, "It's me." My pick is Wing Commander, the Lord Flashheart. 
<laughs> oh yes. What? His bridge, his bridge entrances alone would be jaw dropping. He, <laughs> he would be better at relations with every type of space woman than Captain Kirk. He would give the furniture multiple orgasms just by sitting on it. <laughs> Here's my pick for Captain. Do I have a canoe in my pocket or am I just <laughs> pleased to see you? <laughs> That's a cracking choice. Lieutenant, I want something. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd um... set phases to woof. Very good. Very good. And an honourable basis for Rick Mail. Wouldn't want them in my conscience, uh, not to make a bit of my face. <laughs> that, 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 it is ridiculous, but actually, the more you say those lines, the easier to think. It, it, you could easily insert those into an episode of, of Star Trek, and it and it would would make some sort of logical sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I would. I'd feel disappointed though if um, my choice for first officer Kiff um, got transferred from being under Zap Brannigan to then just being under Lord Flashheart, because he'd just be like, "Oh, here we go again." <laughs> <laughs> More of the same. <laughs> cool. Good. Well, I think well, so there we go. Uh, are we done? I think uh, we might be. We're we're yeah. we're so done. We're possibly overdone. <laughs> Crispy around the edges, maybe. <laughs> well, well done, well done, everyone, and well done, D- Daisy. Thank you for leading us through that cavalcade of um, bridge officer uh, and and assorted crew nonsense. You're welcome. Yeah, and uh, thank you to our, our loyal uh, listeners who voted for this one, of course. Uh, yeah. That doesn't mean that we won't do some of the other picks another time. Oh, we definitely yeah, was, I think it was a good choice. Yeah, definitely. So well done you. But, yes. But not you. Well done for clicking buttons. And remember, yeah. if you see a vending machine on a starship, <laughs> think twice <laughs> before you put a piece of gold-pressed latinum in there. Okay, stay safe, kids. Stay safe. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Hey, space.